0: when i was in high school i um they gave us these calendar notebooks and on each week there was a quote and i read the quotes this was before instagram before quote books or anything like that this is where we found the life quotes that would change our lives And one of the pages that stuck with me, like, my entire life was this statement. It said, he who aims for nothing hits it with remarkable success. I'll say it again. He who aims for nothing hits it with remarkable success. If you aim for nothing, that's exactly what you'll get. You'll get nothing. And if and and another um, statement that, you know, resonates in my in my ear, I don't know exactly who said it, but it says, if you don't know where you're going, if you don't know where you're going, any road will get you there. So you don't actually need to go anywhere if you're already like confused. Like if you don't know where you're going, the road to nothing, it's you're going to if you just aim for nothing, you're going to be successful in getting nothing and the road. Um, if you don't know where you're going, any road will take you there. So, this attitude shows up in dua sometimes. Firstly, somebody doesn't know what they want to make dua for. So, the, some people might have an attitude along the lines of, Oh Allah, you know what I want. So, just give me whatever. Just give me what you know that I want. And I find that that's actually kind of disrespectful. That's on one side, that's being lazy and, and, and you yourself or that person who's saying that doesn't know what they want and they're saying, oh Allah, you know what I want. Maybe what you want is nothing. And you haven't spent any time even figuring out what is it, what it is that you want to make dua to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for. And so the Prophet said, make du'a. And yet this person, this attitude is, I'm not going to make du'a. I'm just going to be like, give me whatever I, you know, whatever you feel to give me. The Prophet said, even specifically, even for your sandal strap, make that dua for it. So today, inshallah ta'ala, we're going to get clear about what you want to be specific and find the power of specificity in your du'a and and not only being specific in your du'a, not just from your head, like off the top of your head, these are the things that you want to make du'a for, but what do you really want to make du'a? And let me go a little deeper past the lies and the culture and all of these things. What does your heart really want to make du'a for? So for example, somebody might say something along the lines of, Oh, I want a good career as an accountant. But if, there, if you allow your heart to speak, maybe you've always wanted to become a horseback rider. And maybe when you were young, your mom, your dad told you you couldn't do it. You felt, hey, this isn't something that we're allowed to do. And just life went by, and you think, yeah, I just need to make doff to get good marks on my exam. But really, at the bottom of your heart, you want to go back to those horses for example. You know, so you guys just <laughs> clap out loud, but I'm actually talking about real people here. <clears throat> so asking for what you really want. And then tomorrow, inshallah and tomorrow's, uh, as we continue this raise your dua, I'll show you how to open the door so that the miracles can come into your life. Because for a lot of people, they're actually closing the door on these dua miracles and i'm going to show you inshallah ta'ala with the quran with the sunnah how to open that door and let the miracles come into your life so for example allah subhanahu wa ta'ala t- talks about gratitude about shukr and how if you're thankful how do you be thankful allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says he will increase you how do you do that how do you open the door that's our session tomorrow inshallah ta'ala but today i will show you how to word your dot. and so a reminder that this isn't a pump up this isn't just instagram quotes this isn't just cool things to say about du'a and whatnot We're, there's a system here in place i've been doing this for something like 22 years or more so it's a lot and and because i've taught it to like hundreds thousands of students We've got a lot of experience in him, So there's a system to it, inshallah ta'ala, so just follow along with these um, uh, masterclass, with these classes that we're doing, and inshallah ta'ala, don't miss um, the upcoming ones. So here's the thing. On day number one, which um, we spoke about your belief about du'a. We spoke about your belief about du'a because even though you understand du'a is amazing, even though you understand its place in Islam, if you have a negative belief or a misunderstanding about du'a, you will shut down the power of du'a in your life just from your misunderstanding. We gave examples yesterday such as, um, what if you feel that you're not allowed to make du'a for dunya? What if you feel that, hey, I'm a sinner and I don't deserve good things from Allah. subhanahu What if you think that uh, other people have hard lives and, and have hard lives? So maybe I'm being too greedy, I already have lots of things, and they should get their du'as answered and not me. And we spoke about that yesterday. Those kind of messed up beliefs, that confusion, that ignorance will stop you. And it won't just stop you for like one week. It can stop you for a decade. It might, maybe even your entire life up until now has been blocked. Your du'a and your connection with du'a has been blocked by some of those beliefs. up which is today we're talking about how to word your dog and by the way if you missed yesterday's session go out and check the recording of what we spoke about it was an awesome session alhamdulillah yesterday's session i was telling my team that i rocked that one that was one of the best sessions i've ever done that was yesterday's, so inshallah ta'ala, today will also be fantastic next up is how to word your dog. So this is a common question. How do I make du'a for marriage? How do I make du'a if I want to get good marks on my du'a on my exams? And the quick answer to that is just say, Oh, Allah bless me to you know graduate with my exams. Allah get me married. So that's not. But how do you do it? How do you word your du'a's? We're gonna talk about that. That's our point today, right here. And um, tomorrow, inshallah we're gonna be talking about preparing for an accepted du'a. How do you open the door to allow those miracles of du'a to just keep coming into your life, coming into your life and not closing the door. Okay, so before we begin, I don't want this to just be like information, you listen and, and whatever. Let's do a mini activity. I want you to feel it. So not just hear it intellectually. I would like you to feel it. Who's up for a little activity to feel what I'm talking about? Say me. So type it in the comments if you're ready to feel it. Type me. And if you're from France, type moi. I'm waiting for the French people. Moi. Yes. (laughs) Okay. cool. All right, this is just a little, um, a short activity. We, when we do this in class, we, I mean, like when I teach uh, these classes, it takes like, I, I spend like two hours and I go over time, but I'm just doing five minutes right now. I'm gonna do five minutes with you guys right now and a little cute activity. So I would appreciate, I know when I'm told to stand up, I don't like <laughs> to stand up, but if you wanna feel it more, I would ask you to stand up right now. It would be great if you could stand up. It would be great if you could stand up. It would be great if you could stand up because you get more access to thinking when you're standing up. When you're sitting down, when you are shut down, when you're closed up, your arms are down like this, then um, uh, you're not as creative as you want to be. I want to help you find some du'as to get excited about. Okay so if you're standing up you're standing up cool Aisha bath is standing up standing and if you're not standing up then it's up to you <laughs> I want you to imagine this Imagine that, so the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi said, this is like the foundation of how I began this entire journey. I'll tell you the foundational hadith, and I do an activity around this hadith, but um, I'm not going to do that activity right now. The foundational hadith that I base this on is the hadith Qudsi, where the Prophet said that Allah said that, oh mankind, if, if, if I was to, oh son of Adam, if I was to bring the jinn and ins, the human beings and the and the jinn from the beginning of time till the end of time and put them on an open field. And they all asked me everything that they wanted to ask, every dua, every single thing that they asked for and Allah gave all of them everything you're talking about, every human being and jinn that ever lived from the beginning of time to the end of time, Allah gave all of them everything that they asked for, it would take nothing away from Allah's dominion, just like a needle takes nothing away from the ocean. That's the foundation for this. And I want you to enter into this attitude of making dua with that kind of added that kind of power is what you're calling upon allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that's the kind of power that allah has so when you say hey can i get married of course you can get married allah, you think that's hard like oh it's so hard to get married after you know if allah subhanahu wa ta'ala can create the heaven and the earth he can't get you married and children, so our du'as are so small, they're crayons in comparison to Allah's power and of course much smaller than that, cool. So imagine this, you are, I'm gonna give you about like five minutes. If you wanna write this out, you know, see it and write it out, maybe you wanna type it up or something like that, that would be good, make a little list. I want you to imagine that you're looking at a dream du'a master Instagram account. A dream du'a master Instagram account. And this Instagram account has du'as that have been answered. It's almost like all around the world, all these amazing du'as that have been answered. People have posted pictures of their dream du'as and SubhanAllah, the algorithms on Instagram are just perfect for you, that it shows you the stuff that you love the most. So you're on this uh, accepted dream du'as Instagram account and you're scrolling through it. So for the next five minutes, I want you to double tap on the pictures that touch your heart. I want you to double tap on this Dream Dwa, Accepted Dream Draw, um, Instagram account as you're scrolling through it. I want you to double tap on the pictures that touch your heart. Now, I'm gonna walk through it with you just in case everybody's like, what did, what did we do? <laughs> like, can you repeat that, please? All right, so begin. Begin. So imagine you're scrolling through this Accepted Dream Draw Instagram account and you're seeing all these amazing pictures and you pass pictures that are dealing with health, that are dealing with health. What are the pictures that really make you stop and pause and double tap and you're so happy for those people that this is their dream draw, what do you see? Write it down or take a picture, like imagine it and then, and then write it down. What do you see? What kind of picture do you see? <laughs> We're talking about dream du'as related to health. You're scrolling through this Instagram account. You see pictures um, on this dream du'a accepted uh, account. What do you see? Double tap those pictures, pictures that touch your heart. Try to get one more. You're looking at an Instagram account that has pictures of accepted dream du'as. Look for the pictures that are related to health that touch your heart. What do you see in that picture? All right. As you're scrolling, as you're scrolling through the Instagram account, you start coming on pictures related to wealth. And these are dream du'as that are accepted related to wealth, to finances, to things involving money, and all of those things like that. Could be education as well. Related to that, what pictures do you come across on this dream du'a, accepted dream du'a account that touches your heart and makes you double tap? related to wealth. One more, one more double tap picture related to wealth that just touches your heart. All right, next one is We're talking about, uh, you're scrolling through this Instagram Dream account, you're scrolling through the pictures, and now you come across the section that's related to dean, the section that's related to dean, things related to dean could be Salah, Zakah, Psalm, Hajj. Um, you know, <laughs> transactions and uh, maybe Quran and Qiyam al-Layl and all the good deeds. There's so much. So you're passing through this section and you're scrolling through the pictures. You just stop and you see the picture. Yes, you need to imagine it, obviously, from your heart. And you see it and you double tap on the picture. What picture makes you stop and double tap a heart for it? Related to deen. One more, try to get one more. You're scrolling through the pictures, you double tap. What's the picture that you see related to Dean? So you're moving along in this dream du'a. This is an amazing Instagram account, isn't it? All these pictures, all these accepted du'as, people taking pictures and sharing it. related to fun. Things related to fun. When it comes to fun, as you scroll through the pictures, something just makes you stop and it just touches your heart, puts a big smile on your face, and you just gotta double tap that picture. What picture do you see when it comes to fun? When it comes to fun? what else when it comes to fun what else do you see keep scrolling through that instagram you see another picture that just captures your heart this is the fun section what's that picture and just makes you want to double tap double tap, and you and you actually accidentally triple tap it which causes the heart thing to go away so you have to tap it one more time All right, one more, one more picture (coughs) related to fun. You pass through and you find another picture. This is related to fun. It's like unbelievable. It was like nothing you were expecting. And you're like, oh my God, people can do that. And you double tap that one. And it gives you like a spark of excitement. What's that picture? What's in that picture? Alright, our last section in our Instagram account is related to family. Now that could be spouse marriage, that could be children family, it could be parents family, could be extended family. You decide what you want. You're passing through this section related to family and relationships and you see something there that just melts your heart and you double tap. What's that picture? What's the dream dog that somebody shared in this Instagram account? What else? You pass through the pictures (laughs) and you find another picture that's like family related, could be marriage, could be children, could be parents, could be extended family. And it's a accepted dream dua. Somebody had posted this picture. What do you see in the picture that makes you double tap and makes you like search for, it? Is there a love button? What's in that picture? How about one more one more picture sliding relationships if you are focused on one type of relationship. Maybe you're dealing with spouse. How about children. If you're dealing with children. How about spouse. If you're dealing with children and 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 spouse. How about parents. Let's do something else. So somebody slides you see another section of uh, relationships that you were not expecting and that really really touches your heart makes you double tap what's in that picture. I'm just reading with you guys as I'm I'm actually doing this activity with you so like like Razia mentions I do the activity with so I'm typing my own and I'm reading the beautiful um some of you are typing in the comments uh what you know the answers to my questions the problem is you need to copy paste it and save it somewhere but I'll tell you that now So my question for you is that's it. That's the end of the activity. Y'all can pause now. Please do not continue making Dwa. Please do not attempt to search out any more du'as. The activity has come to an end. How did it feel? How did you guys experience it? Give me some comments. How did it feel? Razi, if you want to come on and read some of the comments.
1: Sure. Um, I'll read the ones on Facebook. And if you want to do, you can have a look at the Zoom ones. Uh, Aisha says, seeing all my children with righteous spouses and righteous children, subhanAllah. I'm going to do hajj with my future husband. Someone says, hopeful. It was an ideal situation. I loved imagining them. The excitement and sparks were real. It put a smile on my face and in my heart says emotional, felt really exciting, pushing far beyond our limitations, relaxing, very excited and uplifting. It's as if all my troubles have been lifted, subhanAllah. I smiled while writing out my thoughts, feeling hopeful and grateful for what I have. Whatever we want is endless and that Allah has no limit, just go on. I love that. I felt like a lot of blocks were removed to like the horizons expanded. I want to like screenshot so many of these. I love, I love, mashallah, what people are sharing. Why am I not making block for all this when I wanted it?
0: <laughs> because time's up. <laughs> Finish. Okay, let me continue on. So this is, I want to tell you some of the things that I did in this activity. It's a short activity. I said five minutes, but it came out to be 10 minutes actually maybe 12. Number one, I see Julie says, I felt a little bit stumped. And some of you said, you know, I can't see anything. Are we supposed to imagine this and whatnot? Not everybody is visual. The majority of people are visual, something like 80%, but about 20% of the people, they don't see too many things. I have other activities such as writing dream du'as, like writing a letter that helps a person extract dream du'as from other you know, kind of like if they focus on touch or if they focus on writing, it helps come out the dream dolls, but we just have a short amount of period. So I just focused on the visualizations. It's kind of sad. I, so I did something that's kind of sad. I know you got, yeah, you can sit down, Helena. It's kind of sad, but um, I did this activity saying that it's somebody else's dream doll that got accepted and you're just double tapping the heart button. What's sad about it is we don't allow or we allow for other people what we don't allow for ourselves. I'll say it again. We allow for other people what we don't allow for ourselves. So, for example, if I told you to imagine your dream house, you would imagine a shack, a little junky little thing that you feel like, oh, this is all I'm allowed to ask for. But when I say Um, Imagine somebody else got their dream manifested and you see this beautiful, amazing house and you double tap it. I said that because you wouldn't have allowed that for yourself. Yes, we allow other people to enjoy things, but we're so hard on ourselves and we don't allow good things to us. That's so sad, but I tried to bypass that by telling you that this is somebody else, not you, this is somebody else. All you get is a double tap and Instagram gets money from your spending time all day long on Instagram. But it's also a trick that you know what you actually want. You know what you actually want. And of course, um, uh, there are other sections. Yes, anybody who is still standing, you can sit down. Um, there are other sections that I didn't mention. There are other areas of our lives. I'll just give you an example of some of those other areas. You have things like, actually just like um, stretching out. So when I said relationships it could or family, it could be your marriage, your children, your parents, your friends, The it extends out. When I say wealth, that could be your finances, could be your business, could be your education. When I say Dean, it relates to a whole bunch of things. And so on then there's emotional well-being and such did anybody have problem with fun did anybody have problem with fun like when i said fun you're like oh what's fun (laughs) like a caveman oh what's fun what's that because that's another that's another problem that we have and that is we're so serious that we don't allow ourselves to be, we just think like, oh, everything fun is haram. So let's not have fun. Let's not enjoy. Let's just get an education, get money, work, come home, go to sleep, go back to work. So, yes, so actually I like this one. Um, T Ahmed says, fun was seeing them have fun, seeing other people have fun, which is something that it's sad. It's something that we do we allow fun for other people we're happy for other people to have fun we don't allow it for ourselves there was one um commercial uh they gave this woman a camera and they told her take pictures of your son you know they can for a long time and then they and then they brought back the camera yeah why so serious and and subhanallah you know the lesson at the end of the commercial was this woman took like maybe 300 pictures of her son and maybe in only two pictures was she actually in the picture with her son it was all the fun of the child having fun but she never put herself in the picture and we don't want that in fact so when i said yesterday that when you have a full plate when you fill yourself up you have more to give and when you don't fill yourself up, when you don't take care of yourself, you don't, then when it comes time to give to others, you're running on fumes. There's nothing left in the tank. You're stressed out and you're like, no, I gotta take care of other people. There's nothing there to take care of other people. Put your oxygen on mask, make your du'as for yourself, and then make du'a for others, inshallah. Okay, so let's analyze. Um, <clears throat> Let's analyze how to filter out your DAWs. How to pick those select few DAWs that um, that really are the cream of the crop. These are like the ones that you want to be making. These are like the top of the DAWs. Number one, how to filter out your DAWs. Number one is, you want to read. When you read your DAWs, you want your DAW to give you butterflies of excitement. Butterflies of excitement is not fear. So it's not just that you're scared, but it's, uh, you know, I actually try to look up the definition of butterflies and it's along the lines of you're, you're excited scared. There's an excite, almost like there's a challenge. You don't know if you can make it, you don't know, but you want to do it. It's like an exciting challenge and it scares you a little bit because you'd never done it before something like that, that's butterflies. Um, <clears throat> that's the butterflies. You want your duas to give you that kind of electrical charge. So when you raise your hands to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, what if every dua that you made gave you this like electrical charge? You made dua for this, boom, it's like, wow. And you made dua for that, like, boom, wow. And every dot just wows you, and you're so excited about making that du'a. Can you guys look into what you wrote in this activity and see if you can find one that really does stick out? It's almost like it's glow-in-the-dark, and it's got a highlighter over it, and, and that's the one that gives you butterflies. Can you type in the comments if you got a dot that's like that? And it may not be your typical dot. Maybe you've been making it off forever, but the one that gives you butterflies is something that you never really thought about. What is in your list that uh, that you just wrote today that really does give you an electrical charge, give you butterflies out? I like to see it in the comments. If someone's got one. I wanna see if it would give me butterflies too. So, OSAI says, going on a safari with my wife. Okay, I had that as one of my dream jobs at one time. Farah says, Salah. Okay, Farzana says, taking my mother to Hajj. Simon says, my parents being at my future children's wedding. Bethem say it, I like it. Learning to figure skate. Okay, I like this one. Nice, Amira. Amira Rumley says, sleeping in an igloo, overwatching auroras in the sky. Kind of like my picture here. So let me tell you about this picture on the camera. Do you guys see that? Am I pointing in the right direction? Yes, right here. See this picture here? This is a picture of me. (laughs) This is a picture of me. One of my dream du'as was was to see the northern lights. Aurora Borealis. This was in um, Denmark. Not Denmark. This was in Norway. This is in Norway, and we went on this safari out in the middle of the night. We were like um, sky hunters, and we found this place that's like a frozen lake, and um, and you know the professional they had like professional cameras, and they would take pictures of us as with the Aurora Borealis, the Northern Lights in the background. And so I just raised my hands up in Doha, and um, the person who took the picture said, this is an amazing picture. It looks like the Northern lights are coming out of your hands. And, and the whole team in that you know, that expedition, they love my picture the best. It's that, this picture right here. This is a dream draw. <clears throat> okay, so the first thing that you want in your dream du'as is that it gives you that kind of excitement Kind of, it, it, actually, you know, just let me add another thing. I had a picture in my mind and I had a picture on paper, on, on computer of uh, of seeing the northern lights. The place that we went to was so exactly like what I had planned in my du'as that I actually asked the tour guide. You know, I opened the picture on my phone and I asked them, is this the exact same place that I've been making du'a for? Is this the exact same place on earth? And he looked at my picture and he said, "Actually, no, it's not. (laughs) But it looks very similar. But it's not the same location." All right. Secondly, secondly is (laughs) plot twist. Yes, we're being real here. We're being real. (laughs) Plot (laughs) twist. Sorry. Uh, Second thing that you want when you're designing your dream dolls is that you want them to be concrete concrete now here's the problem if your du'as don't give you butterflies of excitement you will not care about your du'as. you will not care so for those of you who have i've heard you say things like you know um i find what if i get tired from making du'as? i say that you're tired because you got the wrong du'as. your du'as are not exciting you and so you get tired and you stop making du'as. if your du'as gave you butterflies of excitement you'd be making du'a for them every single day So that's one side. The second thing is if your daws are not concrete, abstraction is so hard to kind of like, imagine you're making daw for something that's like uh, smoke. You can't grasp, you don't even know what you're asking for. And so because it's just confusing to you, the result of that, the result of just having an abstract daw is that um, you're just going to lose excitement. You don't even know what you're asking for. You don't know what it looks like. Even if that dog got answered, you wouldn't even know because it's an abstract thought. It's like, I'm making da'a for a mathematical or some mathematical philosophy or something like that. And a lot of people's da'as are exactly that. They are just abstractions. In fact, in the classes that I teach, um, all these years that I'm teaching about da'a, this is probably one of the most Um, The biggest, what I would say, um, not mistake, mistake is a strong word. Uh, One of the biggest kind of like misdirections that people take in their du'as is they make things abstract. So let me give you um, an example of that. Let me give you an example. Okay, perfect example. Somebody says, Oh Allah, make me generous. The word generous, it's a characteristic, it's kind of abstract. What does that mean? Does that mean that you give money to the people in the street? Does it mean that, you know, you teach Quran or whatever? What does it mean to be generous? Compare that dot. Okay, so when I say, Oh Allah, make me generous, tell me in the comments, does that give you butterflies of excitement? Tell me in the comments. I would assume no. Oh Allah, make me generous. Great. A lot of people saying nope, nope, nope. Of course, somebody's gonna say yes. It makes gives me lots of butterflies. Somebody's gotta say that. But no, make me generous doesn't make you excited. Now let's flip it. What if I told you, Oh Allah, bless me or give me the ability to build an orphanage in um, my home country on behalf of my father that I loved very much who had just passed away. Oh Allah, give me the strength to open an orphanage in our home city where my father grew up, um, and, and I can put it under his name. How exciting now does that happen? Obviously, you would need to um, feel that death of the father, you would you know, to have the orphanage, to be feeding those children yourself. That's specific and that's concrete. That's what I'm talking about, the difference. One will give you butterflies, one will not. Give you butterflies being general versus being specific. SubhanAllah, there was a brother who, um, his father passed away, and just today he sent me his dream dua was manifest. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala answered his dua. He built a masjid in one country for his father, and it was now, it just today got um registered on Google Maps. And it had photos from the masjid and it said masjid su- such and such of his father and he shared the happiness he copied that picture from google and sent it to me and he said Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has made it come true that is very specific then rather than saying oh Allah let me give charity on behalf of my parents or something like that so the third thing that you want to do in your duas is make it slightly unrealistic make your duas slightly unrealistic if you make your du'as realistic, or something that we're always told is be realistic, be realistic, be realistic, we're always told that. One moment, please. I need to drink some water. So if you can list so far, what are the two things that I said for i will about to tell you the third? What's the two that I said so far? Quiz time. So the first one is, it should give you butterflies of excitement. You need to be excited about these DAWs. And the second thing that I said was, the du'as need to be concrete and specific. Concrete and specific. And I gave you examples of something that gives you butterflies versus something that doesn't. I gave you example of something that's concrete versus something that is just abstract, doesn't give you butterflies. The third one is. You want your du'as to be um, slightly unrealistic. So we're always told be realistic, be realistic, be realistic, but nothing amazing has happened from being realistic. You need to be slightly unrealistic and slightly unrealistic. I'm not saying just be unrealistic. You could if you want, but um, that might just scare you <laughs> scare you and you might not move forward. But if you're slightly unrealistic, then you will get the butterflies of excitement. So say, for example, somebody says, you know, how much Qur'an do they want to memorize? And if they said, you know, what is realistic for you? They'll say, you know what, mem- maybe memorizing juz'amma, the last chapter of the Qur'an, it's about 20 pages, 25 pages. I think I could do that sometime in my life. And then what if I said, well, why don't you double that? Why don't you do five Juz of the Qur'an? And so it starts to get Slightly unrealistic, and then the person starts to get a little scared. They don't know if they can do it. And when that happens, they start that those butterflies create the excitement. So you want your dogs to be slightly unrealistic. Recently, I don't know if you guys um, followed my fitness challenge that I was doing on Instagram, which Zeki wants that his dream dogs to join the next fitness uh, challenge. Inshallah, that's coming up. Um, so, my fitness challenge was you know i the last month i did five kilometers every day for the entire month that was my my fitness challenge never done that before i did it alhamdulillah finishing it It was great and throughout the month i got used to five kilometers so i said i want to do more but i want to slowly move into it so i made this challenge where i said i want to go start with one kilometer on day one And for 30 days, each day, I would add one more kilometer, one more kilometer, one more kilometer, and keep moving forward. Up till about day 15, I still could handle it. It would be 15 kilometers. But by the time, because this is literally the definition of moving into slightly unrealistic and unrealistic, I was freaked out because once I hit around 19 kilometers, 20, 21, that's a half marathon. And that's not just one day, that was like day 20, 21, 22, 23, 24, 25. It's like nine, 10 days that I was doing a ha- more than a half marathon every day. I have never done anything like that in my life. I was freaked out, but I slowly moved into it. And alhamdulillah, it was one of the most amazing life transforma- uh, transforming things that I've done. I just finished it like about um, two, three days ago. Um, but that's what I mean about being slightly unrealistic, pushing outside of your comfort zone. And this is the quote that I'll tell you, Your, what if I told you this? Your dream du'as are uh, available to you outside your comfort zone. Once you step out of your comfort zone, that's where you find your dream du'as. But you got to step out. And finally, one last one is, and this is the key point, is that your du'as need to combine dunya and akhirah they not you, your du'as are not just give me a house not just you know give me a car and finish there's nothing wrong with those like we spoke about yesterday nothing wrong with it rabbana atina fid dunya hasana. oh Allah give us good in the in this dunya and then the next part of the dua is wa fil akhirati and in the hereafter hasana. and 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 let me tell you that the beautiful thing is even if you chose just dunya duas here as a muslim Praying Salah, you are already making dua for the Akhirah. You just got to put your heart into it. So in Salah, when you're reading Surah al Fatiha, guide us to the straight path, you're making dua for Akhirah. There's no Muslim whose heart is in their deen that's not making dua for the Akhirah, but you just got to keep clear that I'm making dua for dunya and Akhirah. Cool. So now, as we come to the end of the session, if you want to understand better or do you want to understand how to magnify your Iman. So this is Doha and these are the things that you want, but what about your Iman and, and magnifying your Salah? We're talking about butterflies of excitement in your Doha. What about butterflies of excitement in your Salah and your life? How about, you know, life direction? Everybody is always like, what should I do with my life? What should be my goals? What are gonna be my new year's resolutions? How would you like to get your life direction not from setting goals, but from du'a? That du'a is the thing that's leading your um, um leading your life and, lead, and and showing you the direction. And here's a beautiful thing. I there was a brother many years ago whom I encouraged, hey, you need to take this class with me. And uh, visionaire, And then he said, he said, you know what, he made the intention that he was going to come into the class so that he could fix his du'a. Now that's where the misunderstanding happened. He thought that he was bigger than du'a and he was going to fix his du'a like it was a wheel on his bike that just needed some air. What he didn't realize is how powerful Du'a is. du'a is way more powerful than you are. You think your goals and life direction is all in your hands? Du'a is bigger than you. Du'a is more powerful than you. Du'a has the power to change your life. You are connecting to Allah's power and all of the creation. So believe you me that du'a is bigger than you. And it's not you that's going to fix your du'a. It's du'a that's going to fix you. So how would you like to know about that? Doha is going to lead and create your life for you. So I'll end, I'll end off with this last story. Whenever I'm crossing a border and somebody, I, I get this question, which is, so what's your occupation? Or somebody asked me this question, what's your occupation? Um, actually, I'll even be a little bit more personal. My mother sat with me one time and she said, Muhammad, I'm very shy. But um, one of my friends asked me, so, what does Muhammad do? And she said, I was very shy because Muhammad, I don't know what you do. What's your occupation? And I said to my mother, I said, um, don't feel bad. I myself, I don't know what I do. <laughs> I don't even know the answer to that question. So, the real answer to that question is this it's just hard to explain to people, but the real answer is so, so, what's my occupation, Muhammad? What's your occupation? My occupation is this. I do these classes, Visionaire, and I design dream du'as in those classes for myself, just like I did it while you guys were doing the activity today, I did it with you. That's just who I am. I do it for myself. And then for the next six months after that, I just keep making those du'as every month, every month, uh, sorry, every day, every day, every day, same time, and I move towards those du'as, and I work for it, and I tie my camel um, in in those du'as, and my entire life for probably, like I said, maybe 10, 15 years, that's all I've been doing. So what is my occupation? I make du'a, and I follow those du'as. So you know, maybe you hear this stuff, follow your heart, no. Follow your du'as. That's what it is. And inshallah ta'ala, in tomorrow's, um, when when we continue this tomorrow, we've got the big prizes. And I'm going to show you how to probably, properly prepare for those du'as to be answered. How do you open those doors? Quran and sunnah. How do you open the doors? Let the miracle of du'a come into your life. That's what we're going to be talking about tomorrow, inshallah ta'ala. And we've got an announcement tomorrow, uh, something that we've never done before. And I'll hand it over to you, Razia.
1: Back um. of